Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where you can listen on in and improve your spoken English on the go. My name is Pat. I come from Toronto, living in Mexico at the moment. And while I'm here, I teach. I teach a lot of people, and today I would like to teach you some skills in speaking about how you can effectively produce good arguments. Now, arguments, some people will misinterpret that to mean that you're fighting with somebody. An argument doesn't necessarily have to be a fight. An argument could be something as harmless as a discussion between two people uh, trying to come to an understanding on a topic. When having one of these discussions, when trying to prove your point on a particular topic, a lot of people will make mistakes. A primary mistake that we make, Americans make this mistake, Canadians do, native English speakers in general will make this mistake, and this is redundancies. We will repeat ourselves, sometimes more than once when we're speaking. I'll give you an example. Suppose that we're talking about seatbelt use while driving, you know, wearing a seatbelt while you're driving. Most people that I've spoken with would agree that wearing a seatbelt is a good thing. And so for the sake of today's discussion, we'll talk about seatbelts. Suppose that somebody wanted to talk about why seatbelts are important. Often, what I'll hear people do is they'll say something like, seatbelts are important while driving. This is because it's important to wear a seatbelt while you're driving a car. Driving a car and wearing a seatbelt is essential. People do that a lot. And the trouble with doing that is that we're using too many words. We're repeating ourselves and repeating ourselves. And this is a habit when we don't have a fully developed thought. So let's see what steps you can take to fully develop your thoughts. It's easier than you think, really. Five easy steps. And by the time we get through this, not only will you have some tips to improve your overall preparation when you're speaking, but you'll also have some tips to help improve your writing. And I'm talking any writing that you may have to do for university, emails, any articles, anything that you write, presentations. This can help you organize all of that. Here's what we're talking about. Five easy steps. S-S-Q-E-C are the letters that we use for this. S-S-Q-E-C. Now, what do these letters stand for? Well, S-S-Q-E-C stands for subject, support, quote, elaborate, conclude. Five simple steps. And if you follow these five steps, as we'll see right now, you'll be able to state your opinion clearly and coherently in no time. So let's see what these steps mean. First off, we want to talk about the first S here, the subject, S, subject. Now this is to say just, what do you think? 
suppose that somebody asked you, are seatbelts necessary while driving? They're essentially asking, you know, what do you think? And that's what you've got to state is your opinion on that. Next up, support. Why do you think that? Why do you hold this opinion? And we'll get to that in a moment. Next, quote. What's your proof? How can you prove what you say? Now, the quote doesn't have to be a quote. It says quote because this is kind of a writing formula to make sure that your writing is coherent. But it works for speaking as well. So instead of quote, we'll just say proof. Next, elaborate. Explain why your proof is relevant. You know, what does your proof have to do with your support? You know, what does it have to do with what you think? And then finally, you want to conclude. You want to wrap it up. You want to summarize all of the prior sentences. But before putting that to use, let's take a second to remember what this is. You want to remember it. S-S-Q-E-C. S-S-Q-E-C. Remember it just like that. Even repeat it after me if you can. S-S-Q-E-C. Okay, we'll do it again. S-S-Q-E-C. There you go. Subject, support, quote, elaborate, conclude. S-subject. S-support. Q, quote. E, elaborate. C, conclude. Now, how does this all apply to you? Well, let's see. Starting with the subject. What do you think? Like I mentioned, we are going to talk about the subject of wearing a seatbelt while driving. It's an easy one. Most people are on the same page for it. I have seen some people out there who are not into wearing a seatbelt while they're driving. And I would love to talk to those people to hear how they would back up their opinion of not wearing a seatbelt while driving. Maybe there are some interesting opinions out there. We have to be willing to listen, even when we strongly disagree. Well, let's make sure that you can state your opinion effectively, starting with your subject. So I'll ask the question, are seatbelts necessary while driving? Just suppose this is a regular, friendly conversation that you're having. Are seatbelts necessary while driving? And you say, yes, seatbelts are necessary while driving. Okay, that's your subject. Seatbelts are necessary while driving. Now, support. Why do you think this? Why are seatbelts necessary while driving? Why do you hold this opinion? And why is it important? Well, seatbelts are necessary while driving because they save lives. If we don't wear seatbelts while driving, we're taking a risk. And so seatbelts are necessary for driving because they save lives. So far, reasonable. We've stated the subject, seatbelts are necessary. And then we didn't repeat ourselves. We went straight to why we think this. They save lives. Next, we need a quote. We need proof of this. So what proof do you have to back up what you say? Well, this could be a quote a life story, anything that constitutes as evidence for your argument or your opinion. So, 
What proof do you have that seatbelts save lives? There are fewer deaths per motor vehicle collision in countries where seatbelts are mandatory than in countries where seatbelts are optional. Okay, there's some proof right there. The proof is in the pudding. There's a good idiomatic expression. The proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding is to say, if you want to learn something, see for yourself. And hey, it's pretty clear it's good to wear a seatbelt. You know, you don't even need to look. Trust me on this one. Look if you want. But the proof is in the pudding. You should wear a seatbelt. Now, next up, we want to elaborate on this. Why is the proof relevant? Why is the proof relevant? Let's explain. Well, you want to elaborate on your quote and why it is important for your point or your subject. So why is the proof previously given relevant? Well, if fewer people die in collisions with countries that have strict seatbelt laws, then there is likely a correlation between seatbelt use and motor vehicle safety. And then finally, we want to wrap it up with a conclusion. Now, a lot of people get a little bit intimidated with the thought of concluding an opinion. They tend to overthink it, kind of. We, we have a habit of this when we're writing, you know, it's, and when we're speaking. People often overthink things on the conclusion. Honestly, in my opinion, the conclusion of anything is the easiest part to come up with. This is because the conclusion just repeats what you've already said. So you've already said all these things. You just need to summarize them. So it's like as if we're answering the question, what's the point? You know, what's the point of everything that we're saying? We're saying uh, to wear a seatbelt while you're driving. We're saying uh, that there are studies that have shown that it's safer to wear a seatbelt while you're driving, better for your life. And so here's the conclusion that I would say, considering a correlation is seen, Regarding a lower death rate per collision and seatbelt use in countries where seatbelts are mandatory, it is clear that seatbelts are necessary for safety while driving. Okay, consider all of that. Summarizes everything that the previous four points did. Let me read this all out to you again. So our subject... Seatbelts are necessary while driving. Support. Seatbelts are necessary because they save lives. Quote, There are fewer deaths per motor vehicle collision in countries where seatbelts are mandatory than in countries where seatbelts are optional. We want to elaborate. If fewer people die in countries where seatbelt laws are strict, then there is likely a correlation between seatbelt use and motor vehicle safety. And so considering that this correlation is very easy to see, seatbelts are necessary for safety while driving. You see? All of it summarized up. Easy peasy. 
Now, of course, it's easy. Somebody could come up with a rebuttal to any of those, and that's okay. It just means that you're going to have to form a new argument and a new one. And as previously mentioned, it's extremely useful for all different uses of English. Writing, and whether it's emails, essays, anything really where you need to try and prove your point, this is going to be a fantastic tool for getting that done. Now, as a matter of fact, I would just like to take a couple of minutes and show you how quickly you can do this yourself. I've got an interesting topic of discussion here. Should Google be the only search engine that we use? Or should there be more? Well, let's consider this and see what we come up with. Keep in mind, this stuff that I'll come up with is simply for the sake of argument. Whether or not I believe it myself is irrelevant. But let's see this. S-S-Q-E-C. First S, you may remember, is the subject. Subject. Should Google be the only search engine or should there be another one? Well, let's explore the idea that Google should not be the only search engine. There we go. That's an interesting idea. We use Google a lot. I use Google every single day. Trust me, I don't want to use another search engine. I'm just curious to see. What do we come up with? What arguments will I come up with opposing Google? Hmm, let's see. So, subject, Google should not be the only search engine. Support, this is because Google is a private organization. And to permit them to monopolize the Internet's information limits the freedoms that capitalism promises. Now, I'm not using this to get political, but we do live in a capitalist society. We've been promised certain things. And if Google is the only company that's allowed to have this type of technology, then doesn't that limit capitalism? Doesn't that mean that there's an end to capitalism? And then doesn't that defeat the whole point? So, Google should not be the only search engine, subject, support, because monopolizing the internet limits capitalism. Let's see what else we've got. We've got a quote now. Now remember, the quote is proof, proof of this claim. So let's see what we've got. Google's influence stretches far beyond the capabilities of other search engines as they've impressed themselves upon all internet users as kind of like an ocean of knowledge. Now, if this happens and internet users come to see Google as the only source of knowledge, then growth will eventually plateau as Google will not face the competition of other companies and have no need to innovate. This may result in a stagnant development for the future of the Internet. Just to summarize those two points one more time there, that is the quote saying that Google has already has advanced capabilities far beyond those of really any other tech companies. And then... 
To elaborate on that quote, if this continues, then growth will stop. This is what we were always told. When we have no competition, then innovation ceases. Or we could also say here that we get stagnant development, that the development gets sluggish, very slow. Right now, Google needs to innovate to stand out. But what if 20 years from now, they don't need to innovate? Well, then what will they do? Well, there won't be competition. Anyway, let's conclude this now. Let's wrap it up. Considering the spirit of capitalism lies in competition and innovation, we would deny these principles if we continue to allow Google to monopolize the Internet. That's it. That's it. What did that take? Maybe five minutes? Maybe a bit less? I don't know. But the point is, I structured some arguments here. I put it together. And I'll read it all out, one after another. You tell me what you think. Google should not be the only search engine. This is because Google's a private organization, and to permit them to monopolize the Internet's information limits the freedoms that capitalism promises. Folks, this is just a quick message to remind you to subscribe to the Accent Training Podcast. If you haven't already, you don't want to miss a second of this accent training experience. And you want to be updated whenever I've got new content out for you. So if you haven't subscribed, hit subscribe now. Currently, Google's influence stretches far beyond the capabilities of other search engines as they have impressed themselves upon all internet users as an ocean of knowledge. If the majority of internet users use Google over other search engines, then growth will plateau, as Google will not face competition from other companies and will have no need to innovate. This may result in a stagnant development for the future of the internet. Considering the spirit of capitalism lies in competition and innovation, we would be denying these principles if we allow Google to continue to monopolize the Internet. So now, if I really wanted to drive this home, I would use this exact same format, and I would come up with the benefits of embracing competition with other Internet search engines. You know, so I would talk about the negatives of only using Google, and then I would talk about the positives of competition. But at the moment, I have things to get to, and so I will not be doing that today. But I mean, let's think about this. Like these days, what other search engines are there, really? Okay, there's Yahoo. Yahoo search is not a very useful one. There used to be something called Ask Jeeves. When I was a kid, Ask Jeeves. I remember my teachers would say that. Use Ask Jeeves. And then eventually, that didn't last very long. Because by probably 2005, it was just Google it. Don't even ask me. I know I'm the teacher. Just Google it. Do your work on Google. Google it. And I've been Googling stuff ever since. But is it time for a change? Is it time for competition? Well... Who knows? Am I right? Am I right about all of this? 
Probably not. Probably not. But I am more than happy to explore the idea. You know, I am very happy just to think about the opposite opinion of what I hold. Because personally, I think, I think Google is just so darn convenient. You know, I really enjoy opening my phone. I have a question, put it on Google. It gives me an answer. I don't even need to click on a website and it gives me an answer. It's fantastic. Now, anyway, though, here's what I would like you to try. So, I would like you to come up with your own argument in response to mine. I want you to think about this issue and to consider what stance you take on it yourself. And then I would like you to write it all out in this SSQEC format and send it to me at enoutloud at gmail.com. I don't have my own website yet. Someday, someday, I will have my own website and then you could email me at my website. But for now, email me at my email. And if you've got any questions about this, send me an email with those questions. I'll be happy to check them out. I mean, I get time throughout the day. I'll be able to get back to, uh, to these questions. Shouldn't be an issue. So feel free to send an email. Let me know what your opinion is. So should Google be allowed to monopolize the internet? Or should we break that up? Should we take away that ability from them? Well, you decide for yourself and send me an email. Now, I'll add the email to the description, but you can email me. That email again is enoutloud at gmail.com. One more time for those who are hard of hearing. enoutloud at gmail.com. O-U-T-L-O-U-D at gmail.com. Feel free to get that into me. This is totally something worth your time, totally worth practicing because the first time you do it, it's going to be a little slow. It may take 10, 15 minutes. Some people, they really focus on it and even take an hour. That's okay. It may take a few minutes the first time. The second time, it'll probably take like half of that. The next time after that, it'll get quicker. Eventually, this will be a process that you do in your head any time that you're trying to form an opinion on something or trying to voice an opinion on something. This way you can ensure that you do not repeat yourself when you're speaking. We want to avoid redundancies at all costs. Avoid redundancies. Well. That just about brings us to uh, wrapping things up for today. I am pretty well set to go. I've got to take my doggies out. Sasa is a great dog. Very lovely dog. She's a mix. I got her, like, just a mix of different kinds of dogs. There's probably some kind of pit bull in there and a little bit of, like, other street dogs. Who knows? But she is just lovely. Very nice dog. And then Manu. He's my other doggy. He's a troublemaker. He is yappy sometimes. He can be a little yappy, but he's, he means well. You know, he just wants to protect me. 
Good dogs. So I got to take them out for a walk. Have a wonderful day. And I hope to hear back from some people. Honest, take a little bit of time and practice this skill. Practicing this skill will help enhance your overall English. I really can't stress that enough. If you practice this skill, you will see your English improve. Your communication abilities will improve 100%. Did you pay me for that skill? No, you did not pay me for that skill. This was totally free. 100% free. Somebody else would have charged you for it. I'm giving it out for free. I'm crazy. I'm nuts. I'm giving out English stuff for free. This is wild. So use these skills. Write up your own arguments and then send it back to me. Send it to my email, enoutloud at gmail.com. I will be so happy to read those emails and to, I'll get back to you. You know, I might even be able to give you some tips. Maybe, maybe I won't have time. I'll do my best. I'll do my best to make time for it, but I am awfully busy. Anyway, have a wonderful day and uh, thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening. Have a good one.